What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Joe Money Podcast. My name is Joe Money, Joey Sawillo, your host. And I have a very, very smart man on the other end of the screen today. He goes by the name of Leon Howard, a.k.a. the Wall Street Trapper. If you don't know about him yet, you're in for quite a treat. Uh-huh. He's just a, a good man. He's on a mission, creating his business, building his brand, inspiring the masses. And I'm excited for him to get on today and share his message with you guys. So without further ado, Leon, thank you so much for coming on the show. How you doing today, my man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I just thank you for having me. Anytime. Glad to have you on. So Leon and I were just talking and we were just getting into content already. <laughs> we, we, just, we just went off for like five or 10 minutes. So we're going to get into some good stuff for you today. Today is Friday, May 10th. Uber IPO launched today. It's 2019 is year of the IPO. Um, what do you think? What do you think about these IPOs going off today? Man, it's a beautiful thing. But I just think we need to be cautious. Yeah. Right? Yep. We got some real, real, real dope uh, companies that's out. You know, the, the thing I think people, I want people to always realize is like, ride the wave. Big names don't mean big money. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Look at Uber, look at Lyft. You know, they big names, but they running through money. They burning through money. For the look, last- at, look at Snapchat. Snap, burning through Snapchat money. hasn't done anything since the IPO. Right? Nothing. And But then we look at unfamiliar names, like me and you were talking about people who don't really know. We look at the Zooms. We look at the Pinterest. We look at the Beyond Meets, and they banging. Yeah. So I think it's a beautiful time, especially for new investors. Right, because you don't have to like sit on the old names like the Coca Cola. Right, you know you don't have to sit on yeah. those beating us up with AT and T, Verizon. Like they're good. They're part of your. They're part of the portfolio. They they play exactly. their role. Exactly. Excitement. We need that new stuff. Yeah. New stuff. We need that new work. So when you look at the when you look at the Zooms and you look at the Pinterests, you look at the Beyond Meets, you look at the Ubers, the Lyfts, like. If you're a new investor, that's a great ride for you. It's exciting. It's, it's bringing new people into the market. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, real quick, I, I think, I don't know exactly, what year did Facebook IPO launch? It was like 2012-ish? 2011, 2012. Yeah, so I'm like junior, senior in high school. Um, I'm not in the market yet. I'm not investing. I don't have any money. But hearing the Facebook IPO that they were going to become a stock that you could buy. They were right. going to become a business that you could invest in. Right. That, that was one of my first stock market memories that got me interested in the market. Mm. And at the time, you know, I didn't, I didn't know how simple it was to buy a stock. Right. You, you make a TD Ameritrade account, you download the app, you put your money in there, yeah. you buy it. Like, like it's simple. <laughs> but you know how many people don't know it's that easy? Ooh. A lot. And I get that question so much, is even with my business. One of the first questions I always get is, how do I start? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I always have to remember that you have to touch people on like a ground level because this is foreign language to them. Exactly. They don't really understand like how simple this is. Like this is easier than you actually going to the store and buying something. Right. You know? 
this like in the palm of your hand, like, okay, boop, bye, put my yep. phone, I'm going about my business. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need a, you don't need a stock broker. You don't need to, to do any of that. You don't have to call your broker up. Nah, you don't need none of that. And so that's what I think that's the, that's how far the game has changed. Like I remember um, listening to Phil Towns and he, this dude who wrote the book, Rule One Investing. And I remember him saying when he first started, like he would have to get old newspapers, have to email, like have to fax the company to try to get the annual reports, go through, a, like it was hard back then. Right, right. So hard back then. You have to really know somebody to try to, now it's just like, okay, let me just pick up my phone. It's done. Yeah. It's and like two minutes span. <laughs> information traveled so slow. Yeah. That's what's different today is information travels at the instant, instantaneously. And now we got to think, now we in, we going into this 5G network. Mm-hmm. Now that's like going to put it on steroids. He's like, that's going to speed up even more. Like, man, yep. just, I think it's the perfect time to be an investor. Definitely. And 5G, I haven't done a ton of research on 5G yet. I don't know how much you know about it. Little. But I heard it's going to get to the places right now that don't even have internet access. Facts. Like that, it's expanding the market even more. More people are going to be coming in. Yes, and so that's what. And that's not just not just the stock market, like just onto the internet. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's what. Like that's the. Like I think it was, Bill Gates said that the internet was going to revolutionize the world. Right. And so now just I just look at like somebody like Gates and you sit back. So Microsoft IPO in 86. Right. OK. You, you look at somebody like from 86. He made his first billion in like at 35. Right. Now he's we in 2019. And so he can sit back now and be like, I told you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, One like, of the richest men in the world. And so just in the thing about information and knowledge is. It constantly evolves because as a new era of people come in, a new generation of people comes in, a new way of thinking comes. And so when a new way of thinking comes, it's like, okay, you created the light bulb. Well, let me create this. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, brothers, you created an airplane. Let me create a jet. Yep. And so that's how this shit going to keep evolving. So again, this is the perfect time to be an investor. Definitely. Haywire, and you can be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are pumped to get their Uber IPO, get their Uber stock today. Uh, I don't know what it's at right now because my phone is recording us as well, but I checked before we got on and it was trading at like 44 bucks yeah, this when year. Yeah, it was at 44. It was like $73 billion market cap. Listen, and so I tell people, I've, I've told a few of my clients on my business, they, you know, because yep. They ride the wave. They love to ride the wave. So I was like, listen, if you're going to ride that Uber, live IPO wave, get you a jet ski because it's some big waves coming with that because oh, the, yeah. they're good for consumers. They're good for the people who use Lyft, but they're not good as a business because they burn it through too, too much money, but they'll find a way to figure it out. Exactly. So you got to tell yourself over you time this wave for a long time if you're going to ride it. Right. Know? go through some shit rocking with it because they got to find out how to be profitable exactly which which took amazon a long time (sighs) listen you talking about an ipo in 97 
forty dollars a share. My gosh, forty dollars a share, man. It's trading what nineteen hundred something today. I was at nineteen forty three, and listen. Yep. I got in Amazon late, and when I say late, Joe, I mean late. I was supposed to get in at nine hundred. Mm-hmm. It just. In and out, doing all kind of things. I wind up getting in at 1900 in October last year. Okay. Right? I got up to 2000 And you remember in December, yep. we had the pinch. November, right? December, yep. We had the pencil. I go from 19 to 17 in a matter of two days, right? So I'm like, shit. And they went down more, too. It was like 12 or 13. I bought... I bought all the way down. So, you know, yeah. the, the professionals say don't catch a fall at night. Well, yep. I was doing that damn fall at night. Yep. I, and every time it went, it dropped, the, it dropped to 17, I bought. It dropped to 15, I bought. It dropped to 14, I missed. And I bought at 13.42. Now I'm up $1,000. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm up a yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're just at the forefront. They're going to be, you know, they're just, they're going to move into every new market that comes Facts. and you they're know, they're gonna be at the top of the game he just bought uh well he purchased the company blue origin and they just created the machine called the blue moon to go back to the moon oh my gosh he just did that he just crazy did that. stuff he just did that talk uh two days ago i was reading up on it. i was like this dude if i've ever you know all the time i've been reading you always hear about the man who won't take over the world he is the first person that I ever look at and be like, this dude was, <laughs> like, that's his mission. Like, yeah. he's not even thrown untouched and he's revolutionizing everything. You're talking Bezos. Yeah. Yep. So I actually feel like, and I may be wrong, but I feel like Amazon is one of those companies you can never overbuy. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, there aren't many. But he is one of them. Like, if you just say, okay, is that 1900 a day? You buy it. I feel like that's a good buy. Every month. No matter <laughs> what price it's at, you know. That's one of them companies I feel Buy like. a share. Buy a share. Yep. Buy a share. If you can finesse it, hey, save up, buy a share. My, my senior year of college, me and one of my good friends, we, we used to talk stocks. And I still didn't know as much, you know, three or four years ago as I do now. Um, Amazon was trading at like, three or four hundred bucks a share and i thought that was a lot i'm like it's i'm like it's so expensive i'm like 400 bucks for one share and then they killed earnings they crushed earnings and we're talking 2016 um it it was like may so it was like about three years ago and they went up the stock went up to like six or seven hundred bucks a share and then you know it went up to two grand they keep crushing they keep crushing and I, I'm, that's my goal now. Like, my goal now is to buy a share of Amazon at least once a month. Yeah. That's, that's a new goal for me. Because you can. It's one of the only companies I don't care what they price that. I'm buying. At least one a quarter minimum. Because, like, it, it, two grand, you know, it, it gets expensive. It does. It does. And so you do how you can afford it. Yep. You can afford it. But it's definitely one of those businesses that I just feel that it's never too high. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, when you think like that, you're going against traditional investing protocol. Definitely. I represent. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but they, they were telling us at four or 500 that it was too expensive. 
And that's, I didn't buy. I'm like 500 bucks for one share. Why would I buy? Exactly. And now but I, 100. I read a yep. article, I think it was on Instagram the other day. And it, the people, how they was bashing it. They were like Amazon, you know, all they sell is books. And this, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're like, okay, now look at you. I mean, they're getting into the pharmaceutical business and they're going to revolutionize everything. Especially when we got the, they already did. You're right. When we, when we got drones doing one hour shipping, that's coming. <laughs> Same day, two hour shipping, over. Yo, you see the pressure. <laughs> this dude put so much pressure on people. I remember about, so I went to court in September. Lot me up. November, right? Amazon came up with they about to get into the pharmaceutical industry. Immediately, I'm talking about like the next day after they made the announcement, Walgreens, Rite Aid, and CVS joined teams. Okay. Walgreens, Boost Alliance, and somebody else in Walmart joined teams because they was like, you know what? He's not about to do us what he did FedEx and UPS. Yep. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was like, he not about to do us that. So they joined Alliance. Like, look, this was like, that's power. Yep. It's a whole nother kind of power. At the same time though, Amazon kind of revived UPS after they crushed them. Without a doubt. Because then once the two day shipping came, you know, UPS was just banging deliveries. Banging. Yep. Pressure. (laughs) The same pressure that bust the pipes cuts the diamond. Yep. Yeah, so you you gonna either fall or you gonna say you know what? I like that. Shit. Yep. <laughs> I gotta get on my shit because he gonna all oh, you gonna be the next Toys R Us. Yep. If you the, don't the next blockbuster, you could be the next blockbuster. Yep. Toys R Us, you could be the next Encyclopedia Britannica. If the choice is yours. Yep. The choice is yours. Hey man. A- <laughs> Great stuff. This is gonna. This is a fun one. Hey, I want to know. So we're talking IPOs, we're talking investing, we're talking Amazon. Oh. Let's let's talk Leon, let's talk Wall Street Trapper. I, you know, how tell me about you. What what's your background? What's your story? How'd you get into, you know, becoming an entre- entrepreneur and businessman? Facts. Um, so just my background, you know, I'm from New Orleans. Like, you know, and New Orleans is is an amazing city. Right, like it's one of those cities I feel like everybody should come to. You'll never find as much culture, as much livelihood. That's what I've heard. Yep. You'll never find. You can't find that nowhere, because everything is homegrown. So like, I just went to Cali. I just went to like I lived in Atlanta. The people who come to those places, kind of, switch the culture there, right? Because so many it's an influx of so many people, so they implement their culture, and the culture of those places change. In New Orleans, when the people come here, they transform to our culture. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so overwhelming, right? Yeah, yeah. But the underlining uh, factor of that is the part that they don't show. And, you know, you may hear about it in the news and shit, just the crime. And the... They had a rapper from New Orleans named Soldier Slim. We love him to death. And he said, if you made it in New Orleans in 97, 98, 96, 97, you're a real gangster. Right. And so that was the years where I jumped off the porch and so mm-hmm. my mother sold drugs. I watched my mother get shot. Um, not once, but twice. Damn. Um, I watched my cousin. Well, I'm not going to say I watched him, but 
the next act of violence that I saw was a, a, my cousin, his mother shot him in the chest with a shotgun. Um, she, you know, she freaked out. She was almost called clickums. It's like embalming fluid, dipping cigarettes and shit in embalming fluid. And she fucking clicked out. That's why they called them clickums because you click the fuck out, right? Wow. So I so never I was, heard of that. Yeah, so I was at a young age. I kind of was, I don't want to say traumatized, but when I was young, um, I used to have to go to the psychiatrist because they say I had experienced so much trauma. My brain used to try and block out the shit that I saw and try to live an everyday life as a 13, 12, 10 year old. And that shit just was hard. Yeah. For me, it was easy, but my brain, you know, that was the first, uh, I won't say sit down that I understood how the brain works. Um, so my brain tried to block that out. And then I just became a product of that. You know, once you see it, then my mom went to jail. So like once my mom went to jail, my grandmother passed. It was like, okay, you know, we just got to hunt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to hunt. And, and it's not that my family didn't love me, because um, they did. But I just was, I had been so exposed to so much. It's kind of hard to shape that. It's kind of like a soldier who goes to war, and then he comes home and try to be regular. Like, the PTSD is real. Basically, you know? yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to adjust. So me just living in, like, everyday functioning families with my family like that shit wasn't work you know what i'm saying like my people took me to, New- to delaware with them and like the minute i got out there i caught an on robbery situation you know what i'm saying like i robbed a dice game i'm like 14 years old i robbed a dice game robbed a couple dudes out there my uncle was like nah you gotta go back home like this shit ain't work you know what i'm saying yeah and I have no resentment against my family. I love them because I understand now that I just was in a raw state. Right. And, and it's tough. Like your mind's not fully developed at 13. So everything is a, so young. Yeah, I'm still young, but I'm taking on these, 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 these obstacles and then adversity and I'm eating it. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm adjusting as I go. I'm like a sponge. I'm like water. I'm adjusting to everything because for so long, I've only learned, I already knew what violence I knew what the streets was already. So it's like, okay, that's what guns do. Cool. This is what drugs do. Cool. Instead of it being a shock to me, I got it early. You know what I'm saying? Really, really, really early. It didn't phase you. Didn't phase you. So used to it. Used to it. Like, it's okay. This is what happens right here. And so this is, this is not just my story. Like, you come to New Orleans, this is like a common story. Yeah. So people hear me, they be like, wow. And to me, I'm like, yo, I know like eight more people that's like the same way. Right. You know? My worst, you know what I'm saying? They don't why they mama OD and all this. So um at 16, I go to prison for attempt murder on robbery. I'm gonna do 10 years in prison for that. It's crazy because prison prison introduced me to a whole nother game. Like prison was like criminal university. You know what I'm saying? Like real shit. Like so yeah, yeah. in prison is like you don't get rehabilitated. Like that's a personal decision. You feel what I'm saying? Like, prison doesn't help you. You got to help yourself. Right. So, I had already been exposed to so much, and now I'm around dudes who do killing, kidnapping, carjacking, drug dealing to the highest extent for a living. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, for a living. Like, so it, it kind of kicked it up a notch. Like, it got worse. It put me on steroids, because now I'm just like, okay, you got a life sentence. You got 99, you got 60, you got 240. 
And now, now you're not even not just phased by it. You're numb. You're numb, numb to it. Oh, you like I can listen to your story and be like, okay, I remember when I did that. This why I fucked up. That's what I should have did, right? And so now, as I listen to the story, I think I get better. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's okay. Okay, you was a hitman. You know what I'm saying? You kill for a living. Okay, let me listen to some of your stories. Well, that's what you fucked up at. Okay, cool, got you. Well, you robbed for, oh, I, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So I became better. Um, but one of the greatest things happened to me in prison was I met this white dude, man. And so this is not no racist shit, but white people and black people in prison, we don't intermingle too much, right? Like they got okay. the they do, we got the shit we do, Asian people got the shit they do, Mexicans got the shit they do. And every now and then y'all have some, you know, we fuck with him, you know, it's a little cool situation, but it ain't like y'all yeah, yeah. y'all thing, right? So I fell in the cell with this dude because I got in a fight with two of my homies. I had to fight them back to back for like probably like two hours or real shit. Um and so I'm in a cell with this white guy and he tells me I've never seen as many black people in my life. So at this time, I'm probably like 18, we talking 2000, probably like 17 going on 18. And I'm like, the fuck you talking about, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. What are you talking to me, bro? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, nah, bro, I don't really mean no disrespect or nothing, but I've never seen as many black people in my life. He was like, bro, y'all don't even, y'all playing the wrong game. And so kind of when somebody meets you with something like that, like you don't really know how to respond. So you respond with ignorance. Like the fuck you talking about, bro? Right, right. Uh, man, like you, you meet him with ignorance because like, but he calm. He like, nah, look, I don't know disrespect them, bro, but like you playing the wrong game. Now I'm like, all right, well, whatever game you playing, because you ain't here with me. But what game you playing, fam? Like what game right. is you? Right, right. So he just like, nah, check it out. He was like, I'm in here for hitting the same company. My company worth like over a million, billion dollars. I'm in here for getting 2.8 million from them. I'm doing 18 months. I paid $800,000 restitution and I kept $2 million. So I'm like, fuck out of here. You know, like, because in my mind, the only way you can make that right. money is to be selling dope or drugs. Like, in my mind at that age, that's not possible. You know what I'm saying? Right. You didn't know about it yet. Know about it. But the great thing about prison is whatever somebody tell you they did, it's in their black and white. Right? It's in their paperwork. So I say, well, let me see your paperwork. I showed up in the paperwork. I ain't going to say his name. I ain't going to say his child. But it right, was, right. was like, oh, shit. So the facts opened me up. Like, he might know some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He go to talking to me, man. And so we talking 2000, 2001. This dude showed me pictures of him on a yacht, of him in Colorado. Like, I have, I'm from New Orleans, man. I ain't never been out this city yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so yep. he showed me this one picture. Damn, I get goosebumps every time I see that shit. Do you? This one picture, bro. And this shit still sticks with me to this day. And I say, I'm going to go here. He was in a hot tub outside with mountains behind me. And I was like, man, what the fuck that is? He was like, <laughs> Greece. I was like, Greece? Wow. What is it? You know? <laughs> so he tells me, talks to me about wealth one day. We just had, so we started having these conversations because now I'm like tapped in. You know what I'm saying? And so we just had these conversations and he told me three things. 
one thing wealthy people do is they buy time. And they learn how to get more time to their day by outsourcing shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, no matter how much you work, no matter how much you save, you can't save or work your way to wealth. The next thing he tell me is wealthy people buy into people. They add value to people. They give people value because you train people and you treat people so good to where if they leave, they can do it on their own. They'll be grateful for you. But you treat them so good that they never want to leave. That they don't want to leave. I was like, oh, shit. He was like, why you think some people get jobs? And they like, I'm staying here. And then he broke it even further down to me. He was like, why you think some slaves stood in the, in the house and they didn't want to go back to the field? And that shit just like opened me up. Like, like I, I started respecting him on a different level. Right. He, you know what I'm saying? I started respecting him on a different level. And then he told me, man, learn how to invest your money. He said, the easy way to invest your money is the stock market. Your money going to always work for you. It's, it's cheaper than real estate. It's cheaper than buying a business. And it'll teach you so much. So on my prison, on my 10 years, I learned it. And I, and I sucked it up. And I, I ate it. Come home, that shit went out the window, man. You know what I'm saying? I got, yeah. I got back in the streets. So 10 years later, you did 10 years. I did 10 years. Came now back. you're 20. I'm 25 by the mid Come home. The shit was good. But I've been gone for 10 years. So you always have a plan until life punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. So I had a plan. Like I was going to rock with it, but then I ain't had no money. Right? And so it was like, okay, what I know how to do, I know how to get, I know how to do what I do. Right? So I get back. Now remember, yep. I got better. Right? Because you know, I done got better. So I'm hustling. Um, I get into, and I'm going to tell you how TV really impact people. Mm-hmm. I home, one of my favorite shows was The Wire, right? One of my favorite shows was The Wire. And my favorite character was Omar, right? Because he used to rob drug dealers. That was his thing. I'm not about okay. to sell drugs. So I, I was selling weed. I was doing my thing. And I could talk about this because I did a little time for it. And I got found out guilty for it. So I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm back in the streets, man. And so I was like, all right, cool. I'm hustling. <laughs> way easier to just rob dope dealers. Like, this shit way easier. They can't go to police on you. You know, they can't do none of that. So I'm about to do this, too. Got into that, you know, made it, you know, did pretty good in it. But 2010, my dough get kicked in. Nogs kicked my dough in, eight pounds of weed, 223, 100 X pills, a 40 with extended clip and a beam on it. And now I'm kicking myself in the ass like, how the fuck we get back here? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how yeah. we get back here, fam? You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, Make a long story short, I get found out guilty. But this is how God works. And so I'm a, I don't know how people believe, but I believe in a higher power. Okay. So he, while I'm sitting outside the courtroom waiting for people to tell me if I'm guilty or not guilty, I'm scared to death because I've never been that scared before in my life. Somebody calls me, like Leon, right? And the way he say my name, and I ain't trying, it sound like a white dude, man. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, and I turn around and I yeah him, the dude from 2001 I was in jail with. And he like, man, what you doing here? Like immediately I felt a sense of like shame. Mm-hmm. You know, like because he was kind of like your mentor. Yeah, and I was a just little like, bit. Yeah. Man, what you doing? So I'm like, man, what you doing here? 
<laughs> what you doing here? So he was like, mm. yeah. A couple of friends of mine got a little drunk, got a little trouble. <clears throat> I'm just here to help him out. Uh, he like, what you doing here? And I just like shook my head, never really said, like, man, you playing the same game? Yeah. And so he told me, he's like, man, you know better. You're smarter. He's like, but something tell me you're going to get out of this. When you get out of it this time, you can't keep beating these people, man. It ain't set up for you that way. And now you know better. You know the game, fam. Don't, don't, don't keep doing that. And man, look, I wound up getting found out guilty. I did with and dabbled a little more, but one day I met this, I, I got in a situation that was really messed up and like my life was really in somebody's hand. Again, I was looking at the barrel of a gun and I was like, okay, this is it. And so I said, all right, God, what you want me to do? I know how to hustle. That's what I know how to do. That's what I'm good at. I see you showing me this ain't it. So what you want me to do? Right, right. Immediately, no lie. Damn. <laughs> Some real shit, man. I love it. Play a new game. Okay, play a new game. All right. So everything I learned in prison, I had to refresh myself on. Looking at the stock market, looking at CNBC, reading the books all over again. Started coming to me. Started losing money, but I didn't care because the streets taught me don't worry about taking losses. It's only lessons. Yep. And I got good at it. I acquired the knowledge. I became better at it. And then the first thing I said was, I'm about to teach dope dealers how to invest their money in the stock market. Because that's who I related to. Right. As I showed my homies this, and as I showed them this, and I put them into this, something dawned on me. And I said, well, my whole culture suffered from the same thing. Like, nobody taught us about money. Nobody taught us about investing. The same reason we out here hustling, robbing, selling drugs is because we don't have no money. So this is how we know how to make money. But the same reason that the single mother is working two jobs is because she's not a hustler. She just needs to know how to make some money. The mm-hmm. same reason Daddy on the pole stripping or dancing is because she needs to learn how to get this money. The same reason dude, he not a hustler, but he going to provide for his family. He going to work two and three jobs to do whatever it takes. He going to not eat to make sure his people eat. It's because he needed to learn how to make this money. So my mission became not just the dope boy, but let me just teach my culture this shit. Yep. Let me become a valuable asset to my culture. Let me show them the importance of ownership. And so the stock market not only showed me about ownership, but it showed me that I'm a business as well. It showed me how to conduct myself as a business. It showed me how to look at businesses. I learned what assets and liabilities. I learned what uh, working capital was. I learned all of that by looking at the stock market. And so I feel like if I can teach that to people on a level that they can understand, that's why everything for me is from the trap of Wall Street. All my posts, everything I write is about the streets. Getting out. Yeah. And so I put it in a format in my wordplay. My verbiage is always simplified. Right? Because that's what we do. And I read something a while back that said, I think it was from Warren Buffett. He said, even though I read 500 pages a day, if a company can't explain their business to a 10-year-old, I don't want no part of it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I kept, because if I can make a grown person understand this at a first, second, third grade level, then I did my job. Yeah. I did my job. Right. <laughs> so that's how I get into it, man. That's from the trial to Wall Street is always about, it's about making that transition, man. It's about exactly. Making that transition, man. That's See, your, your, your business right now and your brand is literally a total symbol of your entire life up to this point. Thanks. Every, everything that you've gone through has led up to this point in your, your hustle of getting out and, you know, building a business on your own, 
creating a brand and trying, trying to be that guy that people can really look to and be like, look, this guy, he can relate to me. Like he was doing the same shit that I'm in right now. And he got out like I, I can do that too. There's no reason why I can't be like that. That's, that's huge. That's what I want. Like, you know, um, I feel like my culture is so like entertainment dictates us so much. Right. And so whether it's movies, whether it's TV, whether it's music. Right. And so um, that's why I love the, I love Nipsey Hussle so much. Um, but yep. music is, I learned, I literally learned everything in my life through music. Whether it was dealing with women, whether it was selling drugs, whether it was robbing, whatever else it was, I could always revert to a song or an artist that, did, that painted that picture so vividly, I understood how to do it. Right. But I never heard music that told me the steps to opening the business up. I never heard music that gave me the steps on how to become wealthy. Mm-hmm. Best in the stock market. They always, like, I can go through countless songs that can tell me how to set somebody up, how to, yep. how to rob them, how to cook the coke up, what the coke supposed to look like, what the crisis is supposed to look like. But there's very few songs that I can go to that can say, listen, it's an IPO. This is what the stock market is. This is what ownership is. This is what this is. Right. So I'm not a rapper. So I was like, okay, how this is my purpose then. I can't I can't lyrically persuade you, but I can tell you my story. Yeah. To you. And once you relate to me, now you can connect to me. And now we can get into why you need to be investing in the stock market why you need to have ownership, how easy it is to attain wealth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I look at myself and my story in that same, that same um, avenue, man. Definitely. Man, that's, it's an inspiring story for sure. Um, and it just, it just builds the, the credibility and the integrity of your brand. Right. Like you didn't just wake up one day and say like, I'm going to do this. Like it took like passion and, experience and lows and obstacles to get here thanks without a doubt um so one of the things i think we do sometimes is we we take our shortcomings and we we make final decisions on it right what i mean by that is like somebody who's been in the streets who falls short he don't come back right he'll make that his final step okay this is what i'm just destined to be and we give up our power. We give up our potential due to adversity. Yep. The adversity to build and shape and mold us, right? And so one of the things I always look at, and I'm, I'm, I was an entrepreneur doing the wrong thing. Now I'm an entrepreneur doing the right thing. But what I use as my catalyst is always, I've been through so much shit that could have put me back in prison. How dare I not do this shit and nothing illegal is attached to it. How dare I not go all in on it? Right. I was willing to rob. I was willing to jack. I was willing to shoot. I was willing to do all that. And it can cost me my life or prison, my freedom. How dare I not go all in on myself? And all I can do is help people and not go to jail, not worry about getting killed, not worry about getting robbed. How dare I not go all in on that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How dare I not go all in on that? You it know just, I mean? it, it, 
brings about a whole new perspective on everything, the way you look at things. Facts. And I, that's just my outlook on everything. And I remember a while back, me and you had a little, it wasn't a debate. It was like, people need to save. When I was like, Joe, I, I don't care about saving no money. I remember. I remember. Travel. I feel what you're saying, but you got to save. But I was like, no, listen, when the lights get cut off, when you get in the bad situation, you don't care about saving no money because you're going to find a way to get it done. And yep. you know what? I feel what you're saying. Yep. But everybody can't do that, Travel. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's not, it's not the preferred route. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, of course, it's wise to right. have six months of savings in a fund. Like, there's no debating that. But what you said is it holds weight. Right. There, right. There's other things to do with your money in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And when shit hits the fan, a trapper is just going to figure it out. going to figure it out, yo. And You're going to find a way. Yeah, I found the banners in which you were saying, too. I was like, mm-hmm. you were saying, like, because I only, and see, that was the great, I told you I admire you, man. I love what you be doing because. Thank you. Even in a, and I feel like this, I feel like people are so confrontational where they don't look at their, the other person's point of view. Sure. Right? And so they're ready to, if it ain't my way, then that's some bullshit. So. So many people are like that. And so in having that, you know, dialogue with you, I came at it from a point of view of, I've always managed to figure it out. People from the area that I'm from always manages to figure it out, right? The light's about to get cut off. Like one of the statements that's always said in the hood is, I don't know how it happened, but I just happened. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I got paid, but we got it paid. You know how we put food on the table because I sure didn't have no money coming in, but we put it in. So my, my state of mind was always, I ain't worrying about when the bad shit happened. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get it through that. But while this shit good, while I got this money flowing, let me put that all that shit into some investment shit because when a bad shit happen, I'm gonna figure it out. Yep. When I talked to you, you was like, Trav, I get it, but here's logic, right? Like, let's put some money up, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. It made me like back up, like I see the logic in it. Yeah. Everybody don't have that. I'm gonna go get it mentality. Some people will bury themselves in. I don't have the money. Mm-hmm. It to me. So I'm like, okay, I get what he's saying, man. I kind of yeah. get Yeah, so definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, because to even, even somebody that's used to always figuring that out, if you did take that step of, say, putting, you know, 500 bucks right. in the account every month or, you know, a couple hundred bucks and it adds up to three or four grand nice. and then shit hits the fan, you lose your job you have a little security blanket. Like you have a little cushion of time. You know, you can still go do your thing. You can figure it out and bring in new money, but you bought yourself some time. Bought yourself some time. And you can sleep at night. Facts. One of the key you know, I told me, buy time, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I definitely, and I'm telling you, man, when you, that was one of the things I was like, damn, I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm always open to a new perspective. Because I know how my perspective was for so long, mm-hmm. right? And it may not always be the right way. It's, and what we have to realize is the way that we know doesn't mean it's the right way. It's just the way that we know. Right. And the old saying is, is, is more than one way to skin a cat. You know what I'm yep. saying? 
if you can skin a cat a, a fairly easier way than me, I'm open to it. Yep. Everything about me, man, I'm humbling and learning. I tell people that I know, I know everything I know, but I'm humble enough to know that I don't know shit. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm, ad- I'm adopting that mindset every day as my my brand my audience continues to grow. Right. You know I'm not I'm not trying to fake it till I make it. I'm not trying to act like I like I'm some expert. But what I have done is I've built a brand, I've built a following, and now I'm I'm getting true hustlers, true entrepreneurs on my podcast to come on, talk about their life, talk about their journey, how you know, how shit went down, how they got out of that, how they got into business and how they're making their money work for them now, what they're doing. And I I just, if people can listen to that, people are going to find value in that. And they're going to, they're going to keep listening and they're going to change the way that they operate in their daily lives. You know? So, I mean, I, I've almost 200,000 followers now. There's so many, thank you. So many different opinions and perspectives on each post. I can't take that mentality of I'm going to post this and I'm right no matter what. Right. So I'm, I'm in the comments. I'm reading. I'm engaging with people every day. Right. And sometimes people say something that wakes me up, something I may have overlooked in my post. I'm just one man and I just have one path that's gotten me to where I am now. Right. And that, that's what made me create that post. But right. other people who have been through different things, they don't see it that way all the mm-hmm. time. So that's part of the growth here and evolving, you know, so that, that's something you just have to deal with. And I'm working my best to, to do that every day. But conversations like the one that you and I had, right. those are real. <laughs> man, you know? All the time, man. I love, I just was telling you, we were talking about that earlier, man. I love. Man, I always vouch for you, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, bro, Joe built that shit. I remember me having not even a thousand followers. I'm having about two thousand followers, and the next thing I know, when I looked up, he had forty thousand. <laughs> he got a hundred thousand. I'm still at like two thousand. I'm like, God damn, Joe, killing that shit. But you pump so much content, you so much value, and I was like, bro, he a fucking machine over there. <laughs> I was like, God damn. And then I look now, you got like 200,000. I'm like, Joe put in work. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't easy. But from people like me on the outside looking in, I know the work you put in. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know those posts that you make are so creative and so out the box. You know what I'm saying? They not. I read this. Let me do this. Right. Let me just type it up. No. That's like that content you create is draining. You know what I'm saying? For you to still be consistently pumping it and rebranding, man, I definitely, like, take heed to that. And it helped me on how I need to put, put out content. You right. Know, on my brand, how to have my own signature way of delivering my message. And right. uh, I see so many other people repost your work. For me, that would be like a form of flattery. Like, okay, yeah. It is, it is. Yeah. And so now I see it when people repost my work. I'm like, cool. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely just create brand. You built that shit, bro. You built that shit. And Thank I you. Bought on ebook too, man. Did you? Yeah, I bought the ebook, man. I wanted to learn. I wanted to yeah. tap. I'm just, I wanted to tap in. So I hey, man. It. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Um, 
I mean, that, that ebook is literally everything I've done. Yeah. Everything I've done to build my brand is in my ebook and it's 10 bucks. I mean, it's hella dope. If you want to build that content, that's the man. Check that ebook out, man. It's a lifesaver. But yeah, I mean, I have 20 to 30 different accounts sharing my work every day. I see it every day. And at the beginning, creating that viral content and then other pages started sharing that, that was part of the growth. Right. That, that was part of why it took off. Yeah. Because all these other repost accounts that started sharing my work he got hundred thousand with their following they're seeing my stuff and they're like okay i haven't seen anything like this yet like who is this guy that shit was a game changer <laughs> but the, the market's way different now than it was in august yeah there's hundreds of accounts doing what i'm doing now and trying so a, a few accounts are doing well yeah a few accounts are, of course, just taking everybody else's ideas, and, pu- yeah. putting their color on it and, you know, calling themselves something and they're not building a brand. Wow. I, I was actually hesitant at first because I called my page the Joe Money Podcast. Get Joe Money Right. And I'm looking at all the, at the time, you know, we got business mentorship, right. business tutorship, right. financial professional. It's just kind of like a basic you know, money, finance, business thing. And I thought about, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I don't want to do a podcast. Maybe I'll just be like businessman or like, you know, not that, but something general. Right. I'm like, why can't I just do a general business page? And I'm like, you know, I want to do the podcast. I'm going to create a brand around me and the podcast and put my name in it and create viral business finance money content around that and that's why my success has been a little different because it's all my own stuff it's unique this shit unique man and i don't care who try to copy that i still don't see nobody you the og with that content bro (laughs) thank you thank you hey man you're doing your thing too you have some very eye-opening posts that you make um Talk about a couple of the recent ones that you've done. Um, okay. Like in, instead of buying, you know, shoes, okay. invest in the company or like something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So one that I, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so they have this saying from this rap song uh, by the City Girls called um, like, about getting flued out. Right. And so it just means like getting people to fly you out. But yep. I like I like this post. I saw it. <laughs> so it was uh it was it was called How to Get Paid for Getting Flued Out. Right. So first I had a lot of people like it's flown out, you know. Right, right. They're trying to correct you. I'm like, nah, yo, you gotta go hear this. And so what I what I loved about it was the people in the comments were like, nah, you on the wrong level. Like you tripping, like they they understood it. Like, you know, the peop- a lot of people understood it. And a lot of people were like, yo, I see what you did here. And so basically the content was how to get paid for getting flued out. And I used, uh, I used Delta. I used, I'm looking at it right now. I used Delta, yep. American Airlines, and Southwest. And what I did was I showed people how you can invest in these companies, right? Because you're already going to travel and go different places. Well, if you can invest in Delta, who pays a dividend of a dollar and forty cent, right? 
then if you get enough of Delta, then the dividends can buy you a plane ticket. Exactly. You're getting paid to get flewed out. Delta is actually buying your plane ticket. Or you can get Southwest, who has a 64-cent dividend. Or you can get American Airlines, who have a 40-cent dividend. If you can buy enough of these companies, and think about Southwest at $34. How many times do we buy, I mean, American Airlines, $34? How many times do we spend $34? We probably spend $34 before we walk out the house. You know what I'm saying? Every week we're wasting 30, 40 bucks. So why can't we take the money like that, use that money to invest in Delta, to invest in Southwest Airlines, and then let the dividends from those companies fly us out. So now we need to get fooled out. (laughs) Right. I mean, what what was it? 34 bucks a share paying a dollar dividend? Up thirty four bucks a share. Um, that a Delta pay is fifty eight dollars, and they pay a dollar forty cent dividend. Like, okay. you can still kill that. I mean, a hundred shares that's fifty eight hundred bucks. You can kill that. The stock's gonna appreciate hopefully over time. I'll appreciate. And you're you're getting you know a hundred dollars a year in dividends. Easy, right? Easy. Easy. And, and see, and that's the mindset I want us to have. Like, for me, it's all about making it simplistic yep so one of the things that i didn't like was those posts that always said instead of buying these buy this right like that oh, I, I never got them posts like they used to make me so mad like instead of buying nike buy the nike stock why well, i can't do both you know what i'm saying i understand mm-hmm. it rotational but I, I mean you know it was because controversy sells it makes people comment yeah but, yeah yeah you know, for me it was like okay let me switch it to how to get paid by doing this. Yeah. And, and so I was like, I have another post where I talk about how to become a legal drug dealer. Right? Yeah, and I saw that one. You know what I'm saying? That like I like 1300 right? And it was yeah. how to a legal drug dealer. Cool. Let's, since we know that it's illegal to sell drugs, right? Well, why don't we just invest in Johnson & Johnson? Why don't we invest in Provisor? Why don't we yep. invest in MGM? They sell legal drugs. Right. And so now we not bad. Right? <laughs> so you got high blood pressure. Take these pills. Now I'm not an advocate for it, but I know I can't tell people what to do. Yep. Now, okay, yeah, take these pills. Like you like to you got a heart disease. You make medicine for heart disease. Yeah. Listen, let me sell you the legal drugs. Now I'm not in trouble. And then at that point, we look at um we look at Johnson and Johnson. They pay a three dollars and sixty cent dividend a year. So you look at Provisor, a dollar and forty cent. We look at Amgen paying a five dollar dividend a year. Like, why can't we invest in these companies? We legal dealers now. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So that's the that's the spin I gotta put on everything to make it. It's the wow factor. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's complete out of the box thinking and right. content creation that you're making. <laughs> Nobody else is doing that. That's what I wanted. That's what I want. Right? I mean, that that's unique. That's your own thing. Right. That's what I want. Like, the one I just posted yesterday was, uh, I called it Trapper's Delight. And it was Church and Dwight. And so I knew this blew people's mind. It was like, so Trappers use baking soda, right? We use baking soda. And then we use Orogel. You, you know, you really trapping young, you use Orogel. <laughs> fake shit to make the fake shit taste like the real shit because the real shit gonna numb your mouth right so you make you use speaking so you use origel and then who doesn't use condoms well the white is the brand that makes baking soda arm and hammer 
they make Origel, and they produce Trojan content. Why not invest in this business? Right. So, you know, if you're a woman, you use Nair, they have, they make, they own that brand. If you uh, use First Response for ladies, they own that brand. Um, if you uh, wash your clothes with the extra cleaning detergent, they own that brand. Yeah. Why not just own that brand? Exactly. <laughs> Why not? So that was, you know, that's my avenue at creating content and i follow something from you if you find a way to be unique then you set yourself apart yeah you know what i'm saying and when you set definitely yourself, you want to look like everyone else and so now people want to use your content so mm-hmm. now people have been reposting my content yeah like you said my five i think one day i grew like 500 people overnight i was like yo <laughs> like that right so it's just putting my hustle nature into the content that i create and right the is shock therapy. Like, I know he ain't say be a legal dope dealer. Yes, I did. Just check the post. Check the yep. You a dope dealer too. Yeah, because so, you, you yeah. say it, you say a headline like that too, and people are like, oh shit. Like, right. <laughs> what's what's he mean? I gotta read that. I read that. And so that's you know, that's my way of putting my lifestyle into my brand. Yep. You're you're one of the best follows on Instagram in this oh, niche yeah, for I sure. Mean, I mean, I mean, putting, putting content out like that, creating inspiring out of the box, you know, mindful stuff like that. Right. You're not getting that anywhere else. Facts. You're getting, you're getting the motivation. You're getting the motivation. You're getting the quotes. You're getting, the qu- you're, getting you're getting the reposting. Right. And a lot of people, they message me, they wonder, they wonder why they can't grow like I can. Or, or like a couple other p- successful pages like mine have grown. Right. You're, you're one of many. You're not one of one. Mm. You're just, you're out here making the same content that everybody else is making. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So you, you can't do that. They're already following me. Right. They're not going to follow another page that's posting right. the same shit every day. Right. You know why? You know, they're following me. They don't need to follow two or three pages that are doing that. Right. You know? That's so, so they're not going to follow you. Or, you know, if you do it better, they'll unfollow me and they'll follow you. Right. But that's pretty, pretty rare, you know? So <laughs> that's pretty, pretty rare, you know? So um, hey, let, let's get into some revenue streams now. It, you're you're full time. You're doing this full time. You're all in business owner, entrepreneur. How are you keeping the lights on? How are you getting that paycheck? Right now, because at at the end of the day, the podcast is to help people, you know, get their money right, facts, and learn how to be an entrepreneur and Love hustle that. and make money. So. Let, let's get into that. Like, what are you doing? All right. So, uh, first of all, obviously you're investing too. I'm investing, um, letting that money. I actually have shares at AT&T and that's what pay my phone bill. No lie. Yeah. I know shares at AT&T because I pay my phone bill. Nice. Free phone bill. Free phone bill. So that $200 allows me to free up a little money. One of the best dividend stocks in the market. 7.6% dividend yield. <sighs> Can't beat it. Crazy. 51 cent a share. 
And Verizon's a good one too. Verizon's a good one. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, I actually tap y'all into some new content I got. Yeah. I'm gonna tap you into what I'm creating right now. Okay. It's called, uh, it's called <laughs> how to how to get that free phone bill. You can see it right here. I got the hookup. Got the hookup, and uh, on it it has instead of paying the phone bill, let the phone companies pay your phone bill. Yup. Verizon and T-Mobile. I got the dividend price and all that on that. So, I love it. <laughs> again, creative stuff, man. Uh, so I actually got that one coming out. Um, so, um, just yesterday I did six one-on-one coaching calls at one hundred fifteen dollars a call. That was really dope. Uh, it, it, it fried my brain. Yeah. But getting paid a hundred dollars an hour was cool. Definitely. Not many people doing that. I did that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm now at the stage where I have to learn how to put systems in place for my business. Um, and you learn that as you get on your journey, right? Uh, Monday was the first day. Knock on wood. <laughs> first thousand dollar day. Um, as far as ebooks being sold, as far as one-on-one coaching that was purchased, um, that was a blessing. Yeah. I had put a package out called it the Kilo Package. It was called 106,000 gram, 106, 1,006 grams of raw uncut knowledge. The reason why I call it the Kilo Package and 1,006 grams because it takes 1,006 grams to make a kilo of dope. Um, so people knew that. It was like, oh, that's some dope shit right there. Yep, yep. With that package, you got both of my ebooks, my Trapper Flash cards, and a one on one. So I gave you a lot of value right there um, for $100. That's so, quite the bundle. Yeah, it was a hell of a bundle. Um, and so as far as getting you, I think some people in running their business, I'm still learning, but I use some of the metrics from me hustling. Um, and one of the things we don't do is, and I'm going to tap into the hack, mm-hmm. the hack is, when you're working for yourself, you got to learn how to provide value to people at a great price. Because I realized that people are going to, people spend money regardless. Yeah. Like, we're going to spend money on regardless. So you have to make them feel like you're worthy of their money, right? So you have to give them a deal. So here's my deal. Mm-hmm. It costs me nothing. My ebooks. this was my mindset. If I create an ebook, then I've literally sold somebody a piece of thin air. Literally. Like, this is a hack. And I'm not trying to, I appreciate the people for yeah. buying my ebooks. I, I'm humbled that it's- you it's digital information. I've really sold you something that I don't have to work for. I, I, it took me, you know, maybe a week or two to put it together to structure how I wanted it. So maybe that was a mm-hmm. But once it got rolling, once I sold the first ebook, it paid for itself. Yep. Um, so now I sold you three pieces of air, which was my <laughs> flashcards, two ebooks. I sold you three pieces of air. Are the, are the flashcards digital? Okay. The flash calls, I made them so dope to where they work for kids and adults. Okay. Like I practice on my daughter's mother. I was like, listen, check this out. I'm gonna see these flash calls. I want you to teach her these at least, you know, an hour a day. And within three days, I talked to her. She had learned some shit. So I killed two birds with one stone. Yeah. Guinea pig, and I was like, cool. I got a product. You know how I'm cool, saying? cool. I got a product. So I was able to sell you three pieces of air and then one hour of my time for a hundred dollars. Yeah. I value. I keep the lights on. We both win. Exactly. 
and people and people feel good about that purchase too. Feel great about it. They got a deal. You got a deal. So, in being an entrepreneur, I'm still learning how to maximize the value I give while still being able to keep my lights on. Right. And, and when I give you three pieces of content and an hour of my time, I've over delivered. Right. Over delivered. And so now I've also created a system where you feel comfortable with me. Because in my one-on-one, I get to tell you my story. You get to feel my vibe. You get to get my language that I'm breaking down to you. So now when I drop another product, that may an upsell to that. It may cost you $47 or $57 for one product. You'll be like, cool, because for $100, he gave me so much value. For $47, I'm going I'm to I'm rock with him. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer, right? And so that's what I'm learning. So that's how I'm keeping yeah. My first month. I'm going into my second month now. I'm at $5,000, man. Nice. In May. May. And so, man, I just feel... We're only 10 days in. I feel... I feel overwhelmed. Yep. I feel blessed. There's a lot of of emotions in that. I feel so many ways, right? And so, um, that's how I'm keeping the lights on. Now, I'm not going to lie. The last two months, I haven't invested anything for myself because i'm still figuring out how to maneuver definitely with not having a for sure paycheck coming in and balancing my money you know right you're just trying to figure it out Figuring and, and there, there's no rush on that either oh. like you don't have to make any rash decisions like yeah, yeah. Um, get comfortable being on your own schedule facts. you know facts. getting that money and try to build consistency with that first and that's prove to yourself that you can do it. Yeah. Because you know you can. You've proven you right. you've proven that you can. <laughs> right. And like that's, that's not a question. It's it's how much now. Exactly. Is it am I gonna bring in a grand or am I gonna bring in ten? Exactly. Exactly. You know? That's where I'm at. Um I and so now my biggest uh thing is now is one network. Right, so networking now is huge to me. I went to Cali. I net I network with uh Walton on the street. Shout him out. Man, my guy. He's gonna be on the show. We're getting him on soon. Listen, I respect you so much. I admire you so much. He on that list. There's only a few people on the Instagram. Show. Yeah, yeah. He on that list. Cause a lot of people are just hiding behind a little logo. Yeah, and that's what I. You mean. know, like they're 15. And they're just Googling shit, Fact. which, which is fine. Yeah. I pre, I respect the hustle. I respect that you see that this is an opportunity yeah. and other people are making it, but don't fake it till you make it. You know, don't, don't tell me you're making 50 grand a month. You know, don't do that. One of the things that killed me is the how to leverage real estate posts that people make and haven't touched a you haven't even paid your own rent yet look look at my look at my feed not one excuse me not one real estate post not one (laughs) i don't know the first thing about it now i could i could google it i could make a beautiful real estate post today it would be great you know i i can google it all the info is online i can make that post but 
that's not what I do. Exactly. That's not my thing. That's why I am much, man. <clears throat> I've asked a couple people, like, you know, I won't say like I antagonized them, but I was like, hey, yo, you ever flipped a piece of property before? Like, no, but the my, my research, okay, you ain't never flipped a piece of property before? Right. Because I have. And that shit is hard. Right? I mean, you can get it, but some trial and error comes with it. Right. It's not as simple as you think this post makes it out to be. Exactly. Um, how to leverage your real estate to do this. Man, that shit is not going like that. You know what I'm saying? It sounds great. It looks cool on the content. Yeah. And th- that... That kind of gets into my worry with, you know, how do I background check people before getting them on the show? Right. Because now, now the podcast is starting to run. We're getting traction. Right. And at some point, it's going to be a springboard for people. Right. They're going to be getting put on when they're on the show. I definitely won't so, come back. What? I definitely won't come back. Oh, you'll be back. you'll be back we're gonna stay in touch but you know i don't want people to come on the show for the wrong reason to to add to their fake it till they make it and you know hype up this thing that they're not really doing so i mean what extent can i really take to to do that background check like if you say you're this real estate guy unless you're grant cardone and you're well known and we know you're doing real shit how, how do I know that you're making million dollar real estate deals? So I actually have people reach out for ad. They've been reaching out for advertising and shout outs on my page, which is, you know, I have a, I have a good following of people that are interested in business and advertising to my audience is something that people are really willing to do. Right. You know, a lot of people reach out with certain things that they want me to advertise. And I say no all the time. I could, I could make a quick 30, 40 bucks to post it, but I'm turning that money down because I'm like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to post your Forex signals. I'm not going to do your real estate flip. Like I understand there are people really doing that for real, but there's just no way for me to know. There's no way for me to know if you're legit or not. Brand integrity. Say it all the time. So. People always hit me up now and they, and, 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 and I don't have a, you know, 18.5. I'm nowhere near competitive at 200 you got. But I protect my brand. At all costs. Yeah, I'm like, nah, yo, I can't. Like, I ain't trying to be, you know, fucked up about it, but I can't repost that. Yeah. I don't want to do a shout out for shout out. Yep. And there, there, there's another thing, too, where, okay, I'm one of, like, the top five, top ten accounts as far as audience size goes these guys that are kind of figuring out the system, they're on every page. Uh-huh. You see their videos on every page. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But if you're going to be on every single 200K plus following page, no matter if you're legit or not, you're not going to end up on my page. Because I'm not, I'm not trying to look like everybody else. So, I mean, if you're running 10 ads, I'm not going to be 11. You watered down. You watered down. I don't care if you're paying me a hundred bucks because that's what some of them are charging. People are making a hundred bucks off an ad yep. for a feed post. I've never ran a feed post. A story. story. They better. You get more views. Yeah. I'm, I, I remember I hit you up. And see, this is why, this is why I really fuck with you. Bro. 
I already know where you're going, but yeah, go on. Long time ago, bro. And you was like, you know what? Because I didn't come through on my end for you, Trapper, I'm going to just give you a shout out. And you gave me the shout out. I wasn't expecting it. And I literally gained 300 people. And you was like, Trapper, look, you know, when we started, you was here. Then you was here. And I was like, damn. And I remember somebody hit me up like. You were just under 3K. Yeah. Right? That just was under. The, that was the springboard for me. It too. was. Springboarded after that. No lie. Yeah, you were up to like five or six in a couple weeks. I literally springboarded up. So I always, I'm telling you, I always be like, yo, I tell people, like, they be like, how you doing? I'm like, man, go holler at your money. You need my man. Go holler at your money. Like, I can go through my DMs and well, I don't show, like, because I don't have to tell people I done did that for them. I did that on a strength. Like, you know, oh, I did this for you. Like, nah, go follow Joe. That's yep. the man. Like, I watched him go that shit in six, seven months, yo. And um, so some people hit me up. Are you looking for um shout out? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. So you on Joe page? I said, because I fuck with Joe. Fuck it. Yep. No, I know the work he put in. Yep. Yeah, he's stand up guy. I don't get out of my DM, dog. <laughs> Real shit, like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's it's very few people that I will pay a shout out from. Right. You one of them people. If I ever felt like, man, let me get some ad time. Yeah, let, let me get it rolling a little. I'll, I don't have no problem with whatever your fee is because I know one, I respect your work, and two, I know your following is organically growing. Yeah, yeah, and it's gonna perform. Perform. So definitely respect, man. Appreciate those kind words for sure. Um, I remember too. I made I made the story shout out ad for you, like the template. That thing killed. I was kind of jealous. Like you, you was like, bro, you need this. I'm like, you got to be doing this every couple days. I remember you told me that you was like, like I think kind of would be like, yo, why haven't I been seeing your shit out? You need to put that ad out. I did. I kind of went like dad mode on you. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you need to go all in on this. Like this thing worked. I made you a little fucking follower machine, this little ad. (laughs) You coached me through that joint. Oh, that's funny. I think I hit like two people up after that. I'm like, okay, Joe on my ass. (laughs) No, I, I put that on my story. And at the time, I think I did like 11,000 story views and that, Add because I put your name there and people click on it. Yeah. I think it was like three thousand taps. Yeah, you showed it to me out of eleven, like thirty-five percent, like thirty percent click through, which is insane. That was insane. So that, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, because people started following that. That's what I talk about about you being a trendsetter, bro. It's watered down now. Yeah, you people started following that. I was like, man, Joe started that shit, man. Y'all tripping. Started. It started with the poll, the yep. yes no poll. You ask a question, follow it up with a poll, and then if they say yes, then you hit your your call to action, and then you put your at for the follow. Facts, facts on that. Facts. Yep. Um, I tell you the whole time, man. <laughs> I mean, they don't they don't work as well anymore because they it really doesn't. So I mean, you can't you can't post that same ad anymore to my audience. They've been seeing it for oh, right. nine months, so. I'm even getting to the point where I'm go ahead. You got to create another one, bro. Yep. Got to come up with something else, bro. And listen, you come up with it. I'm the first on board. Yep. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not even doing, you know, personally, I'm not advertising. I'm not paying for shout outs on anybody's page oh. at, at this point. I'm just creating content and letting it go viral. Facts. That's Facts. my only growth strategy right now. Facts. Um, this has been fun, man. Man I, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm here for it, man. You know, yeah. I've been trying to get on you for a while, man. So I just, yep. I'm going to maximize, man. <laughs> yep. No, I, I've been, I've been holding back on myself by told- not, by not going all in on the podcast. You told me that. So that's something I'm starting to pick up momentum with right now. Starting to take it more seriously. And I really think it can be an actually huge stream of income for me. Facts. So, so. I see Joe Rogan. What was that? I look at you, like how creative you are. And I see the Joe Rogan type wave coming with you. Okay. Um, I I appreciate that he's huge. Yeah, I, like I see like from your listen from your content and the avenue in which you bring it. Like some people, like my partner sent me this this uh this podcast, and the dude was just obnoxious on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you follow me or not. I'm just here to do this, and I was like, I okay, know. you know what I'm saying? Like my partner. Yeah. Like, and I was though he because he spit some real shit about marketing. Yeah, and I was like, I can't get past the obnoxious shit, right? But when I listen to Joe Rogan, Joe be on some raw shit. You know what I'm saying? And so when I see you, real talk, and I'm basing it off your knowledge is what creates your Instagram content. You can literally post podcasts based off your IG content, and it's so raw and felt you give people that element. And it's just exactly. me. Like, I, I, I fuck with you, fam. So, I appreciate it, man. I, I told you last night, let me go favor your podcast, man. Yeah, I, I saw it. It popped up in like a minute. <laughs> and that's how I am, man. If I, I only gravitate to shit and people that's going to help me grow, man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I'm in the phase, I'm in this incubator phase of my life, right? Where I'm growing. Yep. I'm doing something that I potentially see is bigger than me. Exactly. Right? And so, I want to maximize with people. And you have to take a leap of faith too, because I mean, it's, it's an internal mindset battle with myself every day. You know, I I ask myself, you, you have to overcome your own inner fear and your inner conscience. I ask myself, you know, I, I tell myself, I don't know enough about, you know, finance to do this. Like, right. You know, you, you tell yourself who's going to listen to my show you know, why, you know, why is anybody going to listen? But you, you have to knock that little voice out of your head. You have to tell it to fuck off and that you just have to go in. So, I mean, I put it out to the market. I build my audience. I record my show. I put it out there. Now I I removed all that doubt. So you be the judge, you listen or you don't. And if I keep making shows and they get zero, 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 okay, after so much time, I'm like, all right, you know, I, I don't, I don't got it. Nobody's listening, but I'm putting shows out and I'm doing 4k listens, 5k downloads. People are listening. So I'm going to put that content out there and you can't, there's going to be people that put the show on and they hear me and they say, you know what? 
I'm not feeling his vibe. I'm out. Right. And that's fine. Not everybody likes Gary V. A lot of people can't stand him. Right. You know? So, I mean, that's part of this. And I've, I've learned to accept that. And everybody not going, everybody not going, even with me. Like, yeah. Some people I know aren't going to. They can't relate. Or relate what I do. Right. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But th- that's what's cool because now. 2019 people have choices okay so there are a thousand instagram pages you choose who you want to follow you get to choose there's a you know a hundred thousand podcast shows you choose who you want to listen to if you don't like this guy you just simply don't play his show it's it's simple so i think getting past that that inner voice that's telling you, you know, you're not good enough. Who is going to listen to you? You just got to get past it and you just got to start, you know, believe in yourself, put your stuff out there. And I've had people send me DMs and send me emails saying that the podcast is great and they love the show. They love how it seems genuine. They love how I'm just being me. And those messages matter because I, you know, when I'm having them doubts and then I see a message like that, I'm like, okay. I'm like, this guy really likes my show. I'm going to keep it up. Listen, some days when I first got on, you know, doing my business full time, um, I had some days where I didn't make nothing, right? But what the earliest stages, like the early stages when you first jump off the porch, you first, like, I'm about to do this, like, when that feeling goes away, like, because that's the, that's the adrenaline going. If you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You like, I'm about to do this. This is what I'm doing. I ain't, you know, you don't talk yourself into it. You into it. Boom. And then let's say you don't get no sales them cover days. Reality kicks in. You like, you know, like, mm. so done this shit? <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? But what, what got me through, and remember, I'm early on my journey. Me too. Yep. Early on my journey. But one of the things that I love the most is when I go on my Instagram. And I have eight DMs that say, keep killing it, bro. I love what you're doing. Yep. Nobody else not doing it like you. A dude told me yesterday, he said, bro, your content is undefeated. It is. It is. Like, your content is undefeated, bro. Man, what you doing? You know, like, I, I, I started taking some of the, the one-on-ones that I do and put a snippet of it like in my stories or something. And the dude told me, let me see, if you don't mind, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but sure, I'm going sure. part of it. The dude said, uh, he said, hold on, Joe. Yep, pull it up. Let me see. Facts, King. He said. Facts, King. That's I knew the reason why I, I have followed you. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, knew, I knew the reason why. I knew it. I like that, King. I like that, King. He said. All right. He was like. Find out how he said in the one-on-one, we had, he was like, bro, it's a reason why I followed you. Yep. And then with the knowledge you just gave me, you just built an empire for me. 
you helping me, you done helped me put the bricks in the foundation to what I'm building. Right. You get blue chill bumps. Yeah, man. That's what keep me going. Yep. Because I ain't after the money. Right. Don't get me wrong. My business needs money to pay. Right. Right. You need it. I ain't after the money. The goal is bigger than that. Yep. So if I can take somebody who didn't know shit about the stock market and make him tell me that, and I know I ain't on no sucker shit. Right, right. You know you're legit. I ain't trying to give him some shit he can Google right quick. Like, I really dug in, and and for him to be like, he was smiling. He was like, bro, you really just taught me how to fish. Yep. I'm going to look back. Helping people, doing good, giving value, and being real. That's that's the formula. There's nothing. There's nothing that beats that. <laughs> and if you if you add that to the potion of your passion, Facts. it's game over. Game over. If you're focusing on something that you love, and you you live and die for, and you breathe for, yeah, it's just a killer combo. And there's no there's no stopping that. Yeah, and and I get up, and I get up. You know, I'm reading this book right now called The Undefeated Mind. Um, real dope book, man. Okay. Um, and so it, it, one of the things I was just reading in the book, and it was saying how, um, like, your determination for something has to be greater than any obstacle that you face. Because when the obstacle be- becomes overwhelming, you need something that tells you keep going. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When, when be, the thing about the journey that we're on is we already know that there's going to be an obstacle. A lot of them. Ups and downs. You feel know I me? Mean? But the thing is not to get caught up in the obstacle. For me, it's always this hardship is here. Whatever's behind that has to be dope as fuck. Yep. You feel me? Every like, every obstacle makes you stronger. Exactly. Definitely. So, with it, bro. Like, and so for me, I really feel like I see the bigger picture, and I just feel like in my mind, I be like, I'm about to dominate this. Yep. Like when it comes to investing, when it comes to teaching people, you know, the fun, how to get going. For the lane that I'm in, I feel like. I want my name to be synonymous with that. Yep. And like, if you won't get it at this level, man, go fuck a Wall Street trapper. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's the goal. And like, I put out so much. I really, some people don't hit me up and like, bro, you really don't know the disservice that you're doing yourself because you put out so much free content. Right. And I'm like, and to me, I tell them you doing it for the wrong level. Yep. Because the reason why I put out so much free content is because yep. this much for free, imagine what I'll give you if you pay for it. Mm-hmm. My knowledge is not shallow. The reason why you will probably charge for the content that I'm putting out is because you'll, all your knowledge comes from Google. Yep. Everything you, all the thing you know is what you read and you can't decipher that. I don't even use a blueprint when I do my one-on-one. The first thing I say is what level you on? Let's talk about where you at right now. Yep. If you tell me where you at, I know where I got to go with you. Your blueprint ain't gonna tell you that. You're gonna be no. flipping pages on one. Now the people looking at like, do you know what the hell you're talking about? <laughs> I'm freestyling. Like, where you at? Oh, you at the beginning? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you on this level? Okay, we, let's yep. start here. I know where to go with you. So 
I'm so confident in my knowledge to where I can put out so much free content and it don't even hurt my brand. It only builds my brand. Right. Definitely. <laughs> hey man. Um, yeah. I mean, we need, we need young people like us to, nice. to be the next, I don't want to say, you know, maybe leaders Facts. of, of the niche. Like, if you look right now, everybody that we're listening to, all the big people, all the big guys in the niche, you know, the leaders, they're 40, 50, 60. Thanks. I mean, because they're speaking from, they've been there. They've been there and done it. They have wisdom. They know what works. They've made it. Yeah. And they're sharing it. Whereas if they were us now, they'd be doing what we're doing. Thanks. They'd, you know, if they're being told, you know, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, document the journey, you know, be legit, share people where you came from, where you are and where you're headed instead of trying to like, just put on this show and act like you already made it. Cause people don't really care. You know, show them that you're legit and you're on your way. You're trying, you're trying to find it and make it. And then once you do make it inevitably, yeah. then they look back and they're like, Oh, that shit he was saying, and years ago, Facts. he saw it. He made it happen. And what I've learned too is people love being part of something. What I mean is, I think sometimes we get so, when I say we, I mean just as a whole, mm-hmm. just so caught up in wanting to show they've made it. Right? Yep. The great thing about me was, from the jump, I was telling people, yo, look, I work a job, but I'm leveraging the shit out of this job. You know what I'm saying? So now that changed my mindset on how I go to this job, because this job going to help me build. Ultimately, it's going to give me the keys to my freedom. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. The, the, the vulnerability in that. Saying, look, I don't know it all. I've even did lives where I'll be like, look, some of y'all probably got way more money than me, here, but look, yeah, learn. You feel me? So the vulnerability in that allows people to, for me, relate to me. Yep. Me being able to say, look, man, I did 10 years in prison. Um, look, I done got stabbed. I done got shot. I done got hit in the face and all that. Like, yep. Like, I don't shy away from that shit. Mm-hmm. You can't. That's you. Look, I drive a 2009 Chrysler 300, but look, that bitch paid for, man. Yeah. The vulnerability in that to make somebody say, well, damn. I come from where he come from because I drive a 98 Honda Accord or whatever. Like, don't feel yep. Man, because, listen, the person who got that Benz, who paying that $600 note, who paying that $800 insurance, yo, don't let that shit fool you. No. Don't let that highlight reel deviate you from the process. Right. What happens is, as, I, as I'm on my journey, so people watch me go from working a job to saying, okay, I'm all I'm all in on myself now. Yep. And then I took a picture in California. I just went to Cali. You get you're starting to give me chills too now. <laughs> when you just said that, you know, going all in, man, that's yeah, real. You go all in on yourself. And then when I went to Cali, which was it's crazy because as I'm working my job, I never would take trips no more, right? I just work, 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 work. Work. Build my brand. Work, 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 work. Take a couple of days off here and now. Wouldn't really travel, work. Yeah, work. yeah. Working for myself. Now I'm into my business take a trip to Cali, I take a picture that says the smile hits different 
when you realize you walk away from your job to maintain, to obtain the keys to your freedom. And I was in Cali, man, and I'm getting chills because I yep. like that only two times in my life. I got free from prison and when I had my dog. Mm-hmm. The feeling that I felt in Cali was like, I'm really free. I don't have the money that I know that I'm going to have. I don't have the big house. I don't have the car. I got the freedom. Yep. And that shit is priceless. Yeah. I'm planning a trip to New York. You know, I talked to you about that. Like, Joe, I'm about to come to New York. Yep. You know what I'm and then I go to New York. I think I'm going to go to Chicago. And then I'm going to go to Cali again before my passport comes. I'm doing all that working for myself right now. And it's not that I have a lot of money. I have freedom. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I Totally. That. I let people see the process of freedom. Work the system. Yep. Get a blueprint, work that bitch, and then you can obtain your freedom. When you yep. have freedom, you can obtain all the money you want. And you have you have to enjoy it along the way. Yeah. Like you can't wait until you have X in your bank account to be like, all right, now now I'm gonna start living. Right. Now I'm gonna go on vacation. Now I'm gonna take a day off. Right. I mean, you have to enjoy it along the way or else because because once you get to that monetary value of 500K in your bank account or a million, then what? Right. You know, you're always going to want more. Want more. And the adversity and the process makes it that much more special. Yep. I, and you know, I haven't touched a million dollars. I'm just only me neither. You know, I, I just have this thing in my head that says, when I do, I'm gonna enjoy it so much because of what it took me to get, and I'm giving back along the way. Right. So one of the things I always say is, I make so many deposits into the world. Right. As far as just simply saying to somebody, man, go follow your money. He gonna, you know, he gonna put, that's a deposit I made into the world. Yep. It do that. Um, when I give, I see somebody on the street and they say, you know, I need some food. And I say, okay, look, get in, let me go get you something to eat because I don't give you the money. Uh, when I give somebody some money, uh, when I help somebody do something, I'm making deposits into the world. And I put all the content out on my page. I'm making deposits into the world. So when I do make a withdrawal from the world, it's overabundant. Yep. It's overabundant. It's due. You feel what I'm saying? It's yep. due because I've made 10, 15, 20 deposits. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you're, you're not doing it for the return. Not at all. Genuinely doing that. You know? It feels so good helping people, man. Yeah. It feels so good. Man. And once you get your money right, too. Once you get your shit set up, like you have to be selfish before you can give back. Like yeah, to the masses. So you get your money right, you get your couple mil, and then you can donate to the ocean cleanup. Right. You can donate to the homeless. Right. You can do all that. But if you don't have any money, I'm sorry, you can't do that. So be right. selfish. Right. Get your money right. You know, focus on that and then, then you can do that. Mm. It'll be a lot easier and it's just, it's just going to be good. It's going to be worth it. I like that. that. That's man. Yeah, that's dope. For sure. Um, I know we're early on, 
in my my podcast, but this is definitely going to go down as one of the best shows. I appreciate that ever ever to come. I appreciate it. Um, by you know, definitely my favorite show so far. Definitely okay. the the most <laughs> the most genuine, just real heart to heart conversation right. about everything. Just straight up, just talking about finance, yeah. your hustle, the journey, the mindset, yeah, business. Definitely appreciate it. There's a ton of value in this hour and a half show that we just recorded. Way over because you were like, if we go over, I'm like, man, I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> I don't care, you know. So I mean, I'm super thankful that you came on the show today, and everybody listening is going to gain a ton of value from this show, and that's why I started this podcast. I appreciate that. Man. I appreciate that, man. I'm telling you, man, when you blow up, man, I need to come back on. Yep. We'll get you back on. Hey, maybe by then I'll be doing in-person interviews. Hey, I'm telling you, the Joe Rogan in a dope setup, and then you know we'll we'll get that set up. You're gonna kill it. You're gonna kill it. Man. Yeah, man. You. you too. You're you're doing your thing. You're a true hustler, and I respect that. Appreciate that. And um, I like that. Yep. I mean, keep keep doing your thing, man. Don't don't give in to anybody. Obviously, just stay in your lane. Do your thing. You know you can do this already. You've, you've proven to yourself. Facts. You know? Facts. Kenny. Just keep doing it. Appreciate that, Joe, man. Appreciate that. Um, tell people how they can get in touch with you. I'd, uh, the best way to get in contact with you. The best way is, man, hit me up on my Instagram. Wall underscore street underscore trapping. Joe, do me a favor, man. When you edit this podcast, when you put that out there, please put that on the bottom for me. Yep, yep. We'll get it in there. I appreciate that. Uh, um, so, uh, Wall Street Trapping, Wall underscore Street Trapping on Instagram, um, Wall Street Trapper on Facebook, and on Spotify, Wall underscore Street underscore Trapper, man. Shoot me a DM if you heard the podcast. Shoot me a DM. Just tell me you heard the DM. Um, you, if you holler at me through the DM, you heard this podcast, you can send me. Whatever I got. That's Ooh. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. Some some people are gonna come over for sure from the audience. <laughs> hey yeah. man, you're you're a great dude. We had a great talk and thank you so much again for coming on. Appreciate that, big brother. Appreciate that. All right, man. Take care. We're gonna be in touch. Yes, yes.